Time now for emerging economies with a focus on Russia with Professor Irina Folatova, Professor Emeritus at UKZN. Professor, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time again. Um, we've had reports this week of drone attacks on Moscow in Russia, largely suspected to be uh, Ukrainian drones. And I mentioned with our contributor yesterday that I, I can't remember since Operation Barbarossa in World War II, when Germany tried to invade Russia, that there's ever been a attack in the heart of Moscow. And no one in modern history has dared to take on Moscow Metro until now with this drone attack believed to have come from Ukraine. Good morning, Professor. Hello. Uh, Look, I think that the rumors about the attack on Moscow were highly exaggerated. It's it's a Mm. bit a bit of the overblowing of the news. Yes, there were several drones attacks on different uh, or other drones fell in different uh, regions and cities of Moscow, close to them, not Moscow, Russia. Uh, Belgorod, Bryansk region, uh, uh, Adegea, that is the in the Krasnodar region, an autonomous republic. Uh, it, it is said that in Tuapse, also in the Krasnodar region, these are all regions very close to the Ukrainian border. Uh, uh, there were drones and in Tuapse there was an oil depot um, fire as a result, we are told, uh, but there there was no confirmation about the drones in that case particularly. What about Moscow? Uh, the drone fell in a, a village of Gubastovo, which is close to Moscow, which is to say 75 kilometers from uh, from the outskirts of Moscow, not from the center of Moscow. It is not quite clear what these drones were. Maybe they were, the, the, the Russians say they are Ukrainian drones. Maybe. Uh, but what were they doing there? Uh, they have not hid any major facilities. Uh, the Russians say that they were uh, battle drones. Uh, but they they didn't uh, hit anything significant, and uh, really they they were not. It doesn't look that they were aiming at a particular uh, particularly important goals. Uh, so it is not quite clear. Maybe they were recon- reconnaissance mm. drones. But they certainly had the battle capacity. Mm. Uh, airport Pulkova Airport in Saint Petersburg was also closed for for a few hours, uh, but again, it is not clear whether they were, they said that there was uh, uh, NLO, which is uh, uh, unrecognized, unidentified flying objects uh, noticed Mm. in the area of that airport, but they did not even say that they were drones, so Mm. there is so much unknowns in these cases that I wouldn't over exaggerate that it is really, really an attack on Moscow. Mm. But of course, the Russians are getting very nervous and they try to be very vigilant. Mm. And and then in um, broader geopolitics, the the, the G twenty summit, of which Russia is 
is is is not a member. Uh, they're struggling to find consensus on the Ukraine war. There are plenty of countries who, who throw unlimited and unmatched support of Ukraine. There are also other countries who say we can't necessarily support, particularly the the uh, the arms and the the weapons uh, requirements of Ukraine. And there are also others that say we want to remain neutral in this particular matter. Why is consensus so difficult to, to be found in, in, in the G20 on Ukraine? Yes, indeed. Uh, first of all, uh, Russia is a member of G20 and it has always played a very important role there. Uh, and, uh, of course, the agenda is not Ukraine, is even not on the agenda. Uh, the agenda is reforming multilateral institutions like the UN and uh, counterterrorism, development, uh, cooperation, food security, and so on. But, of course, each of these questions concerns uh, the war in Ukraine, and it's very, a very important factor in defining any conversation on any of these important issues. Uh, and uh, uh, a few days ago, the meeting of finance ministers failed to, uh, to, to even issue a common communique on this. Why is it? It is because, of course, the uh, contradictions between China and the United States and the United States and Russia uh, have uh, uh, the relations between these three countries have deteriorated uh, China and Russia on the one hand and the United States and the European Union on the other hand. It's very difficult to find common agenda because you see uh, China offers peace. Uh, 12 point peace proposals which are tilted uh, in Moscow's favor and Russia says uh, it issued a statement before this meeting which said uh, Russia, the, the, the West has to understand the objective realities of a multipolar world and begin building normal ties with the new centers of power which means that in Russia's view the old rules uh, uh, which dominated the internationally recognized rules such as the UN Charter are not any longer applicable. Uh, it is the world of the new centers of power of which Russia would be one, uh, but what remains for the smaller countries, what role remains for the smaller countries and weaker countries is not quite clear from this point of view. And uh, of course, uh, uh, staying neutral in this situation is very good, but as countries staying neutral, it's good for India, it's good for countries which mm. can defend themselves, but for weaker countries, it's a very, very interesting position to be. And it's not the position of power. Mm. Fascinating as always, Professor Irina Filatova. Really appreciate it. Back with us in two weeks' time with emerging economies and a focus on Russia. 021-446-0567. Let's go for a voice note before we go to Eyewitness News. Let's have a listen.